It's a Q-U-A-M One of the houseboys With a throat full of phlegm And a room full of toys He will send out a few words To people on the net With the noise made by birds This message you will get Gary Buck! Gotta catch him. One oh. It's a capacity. Gary Buck. Oh, hit that send. Help a lonely friend. Gary Buck. Gotta catch him. I'll oh. follow you. Even when you have the flu. Gary You'll tweet me and I'll tweet you. Gary Buck. Gary, Gary Buck. Gotta catch him. Oh, oh. Hey, hey, that theme music means it is finally time for the finale of our century, years-long yeah. tournament, Which Pokemon is Cuter? Brayton, I am so excited. We're going to find out, finally, which of these two titans of poke mm-hmm. are are the cutest in the land. Cutest in the canto. That's right. Uh, Gary, we're actually not going to do that because what? I have a surprise for you. Oh, I mean, I like surprises. I know. I know you do. And I know you're pumped about this, but I was doing some thinking and I'm like, we did Black Star. We followed it up with another new video. I went digging in the back of my closet. As you okay. know, it's a very deep closet. Yeah. Uh, and I found a tape of the old Teenage Dirtbag show that we did in 1983. Are you serious? I'm completely serious. I thought those all got taped over with episodes of Doctor Who. Yeah, it's weird that I just taped the audio of Doctor Who, but yeah, that's absolutely what I used to do. Yeah, that that that's amazing. I didn't know those things were around. So I thought, since we're kind of doing new videos, or mm-hmm. we've been doing new videos, we I found this episode. It's uh, 1983. It's Keeping the Faith by Billy Joel. Oh, that's amazing video. It's pretty much as soon as it came out. Okay, yeah. I mean, because that, that's what we were doing. I mean, we did Blackstar mm-hmm. like weeks after it came out. Right. And then we did that. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's good because if people who are listening to this are just like, these guys, these aren't about the 90s. It's like, listen, we've always been yeah. contemporary from time to time. We have. I mean, we contemporary we really like- from time to time. <laughs> that's our that's our tagline. Yeah. So the uh, that sounds awesome. Let's uh, let's yeah. take, I mean, I'm sure that uh, our, our slavering rabble of Pokemaniacs can uh can hang out and wait an additional couple weeks yeah to find out which pokemon is cuter let's uh let's do let's listen to it that's absolutely. let's put it on i think we should air it again yeah i'm uh, i'm really excited about it i think you're gonna love it are you okay. ready yeah hit uh hit play buddy you know it wouldn't be my roomie if it didn't have the hunger now the shack boys are all here Oh, living with a cat named Roars, with weird holes in our floors, and Slater on tap, yeah, and I'm keeping the gas, yeah, 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 keeping the gas. Hey everybody, it's Brayton Cameron here, with me as always, my favorite comrade, Gary Butterfield. Duh, it is, it is, uh, it is me, Gary Butterfield. Brayton, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, man. Yeah, this is this is fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to be to be recording. Yeah. Um, you know, before we uh, before we get in to yeah. this video, this brand new video, I just saw it on uh, down at the uh, the public access television center. That's correct. Um, you know, and and uh, before we got that, I want a quick question for you. Sure. Uh, what liquid are you drinking? Cheers. 
Gary, I'm glad that you asked. Um, I was gonna mix it up, but I'm you know you know I'm just drinking water. Me too, man. Unflavored for me. <laughs> That's uh, nothing like those decadent Uzbeks drink. Yeah, no, I mean this this is a decadent decanter Uzbek. No water. <laughs> the water. <laughs> That's what I always say. Uh, the yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to talk about this video. Um, yeah, you and I have both been William Joel fans for uh, quite a while. Yeah, he is Piano Man. He is he is he is Piano Man. Yeah, um, at he least is to stranger. me. Stranger. He he will always be a woman to me. Yeah. The um so so there's a lot to get into. Yes. With this video. So we should probably get started. Absolutely. Uh, let's start at the beginning. Apparently, William Joel. Yes. is on trial in some sort of yeah no, let's let's just camp there for a little bit because we okay. have to figure this out yeah uh exactly where this takes place and when because he's like it is music court yes okay where the stairs are made of piano keys the doors are made of records the camera has a, a like a cartoon spotlight on it that's right and uh it looks like it is a set of the future it mm-hmm. looks like um boy like a like a red dwarf planet yes absolutely it, it doesn't seem it would it, like a place a cosmonaut would go visit in, yes in some sort of um yes like a like you would see in an episode of the dusk redistricting policy center and yeah. and you see there's there's a news anchor out front giving very cryptic clues as to what's happening on the inside which is uh joel is on trial uh to one to see if he's an innocent man right and that that is predicated on if he's keeping the faith. Yes. So what has he been accused of? I'm not sure, but <laughs> it, this seems very much like a a very kind of Western thing where you're you, you know you go to the rules. Rules don't apply. Yeah. No. It is. It's really decadent. Mm-hmm. It's really decadent. It is. They, uh, it's both. The um. So so uh. They're they're on this trial. We get this character mm-hmm. actor who's sitting on this amazing set. He's wearing these silver robes with a musical note. Um, and, uh, he just says like, Hey, you know, you've been on trial, William Joel, uh, you haven't said anything in your defense. Yeah. And then Billy Joel gets to act. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He does get to act. And, and he says that he wants to try something a little bit different. Well, he says, I'd like to try a different approach. And then the judge says, well, maybe you should approach the bench. Yeah. And he blows that joke. He, that, that it, is, it is the kind of thing that if you read it, it would look like a joke, uh-huh. but the way either actor is delivering it is so inept yeah. that it's like, it's, the, it's a weird opposite of like, you know, sometimes you'll see something or hear something. It's like, oh, that has the cadence of a joke, but yeah. I don't really understand how it's a joke. Right. This is the opposite of that, where it has none of the cadence of a joke, right. but all of the structure. Yeah. It's, it's exactly like, or any jokes by trader Yakov Shmirnov. Yeah. That could decadent. Um, and it's also there are a lot of American pop uh, sensations in the audience and right. lookalikes, like we got the Supremes. We have the Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, we get James Hendrix, um, or James Hendrix lookalike, which yeah. is you know pretty distasteful because he's uh, he is deceased. He he is a uh, he is a dead man. Um, so so Billy Joel comes up. He's like, hey, you know, uh, like he's got his accent in this. Like his just talking accent is such a. <laughs> Such a, I, I was going to say a pleasure. I don't, it is a thing to behold though. And here's a thing I want to blow your mind. As much as we've been uh, William Joel fans for quite a while. We haven't. Uh, I've never heard him speak mm-hmm. before this. I think this is a very like working class or attempted at a working class version of a New York accent. I, I think that's 100% true. And, yes. and it, it confirms that later. And it's like one, like this is not the working class. <laughs> 
Uh, but two, uh, it is William Joel is very wealthy at this point, and he's kind of putting on these airs of like, "Hey, I still play stickball," mm-hmm. uh, and I I don't buy it. Um, but he he's like, uh, you know, justice may be blind. But I hope she's not deaf. Hey, and then he I'm puts the a gigantic novelty coin into the jukebox, which is the judge's bench. Yes. The judge somehow did not know that that was the case. Was unaware <laughs> that he was. <laughs> I mean, let's give the judge a break. Uh, he probably doesn't look at the front very often. He's sitting behind it. That's that's true. I, I can't imagine sitting on a jukebox that uh, that and not knowing you are. Right. And then when the music starts playing the song, so it's, mm-hmm. this is, you know, we're like a minute in. Yeah. And that's when the song starts playing. Everyone in the audience and in the video, this, this is the uh, the coolest beat. This is the hippest, coolest beat they've ever heard. Yeah. And. Which includes the stenographer having like a sexual awakening. Everyone, everyone in this video, like there was a one step interview process and it was like, is Billy Joel sexy and cool? And if you said yes, you got to be in this video. <laughs> because it is just it presupposes this reality in which billy joel is the sexiest coolest guy that's ever been well i think that i think that gets to the core of the problem of of billy joel so far in his his career is is just that he wants so bad to be the cool guy and he doesn't seem to quite be able to do it he's he's you know he sings about riding motorcycles he Mm -hmm. sings about uh in this this song in particular about being friends with the wild boys the man Um, the area where the wild boys hang out <laughs> and where that exists in space. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, this song in particular, they talk about, uh, you know, dancing, looking tough, getting into fights, um, having sex with redheads, pompadours. Yeah. Pompadours, everything that symbolizes 1950s, cool aesthetic, uh, in, you know, American cool aesthetic he's he's talking about but but at the same time he just seems like your dad talking about all the cool things he did that's 100 percent what it seems like it's like uh william joel is is in this position where he it's like his raft has crashed on his river of dreams like he's just like washed up on the shore and like i think that he is between these two things where he wants to be the cool young guy and then he also wants to be like the respected artist and he's really neither like a dad is a really good way to put it. Yeah. Like he has a, he's a permanent dad. Like he was born with children. Like he, he was just <laughs> he was like, like a Lao Tzu. Sort like, of yeah. Thing. <laughs> the very first thing he did out of the womb was they put his little baby paw print on <laughs> an adoption paper for two grown men. <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and that's how, cause he is the most like dad cool. Yeah. And some of the, some of the things he talks about as being cool fifties things uh, don't make any sense to me. Like he, he says like, you know, um, like like shark skin suit with a matching shoes or something. Oh yeah, his shark skin suit with a uh, velvet collar. And then he points to his suit, which is not shark skin. Yeah. And his collar, which is not velvet. Right. And uh, and his Diddy Bop shades. And his Diddy Bop shades, which are not Diddy Bop shades. I don't even know what those are. I don't know what Diddy Bop means. I don't know either. There's a is lot it, of things. It's in like this American I slang. Understand. It is some sort and of everything American I know slang. about this. Like, you know, there are, there are kids here who are everything they're going to learn about american 50s history which like that was a really important time for them and they had a lot of propaganda coming out about how they presented themselves versus how we do right and everything they're going to know about the 50s is going to be reruns of happy days right and this video yeah you know and that's uh that's kind of a problem right and i want to point out uh since we mentioned the the sunglasses here specifically the scene in which uh 
William Joel puts on the sunglasses and then it shows everyone else at the 1950s style diner putting on sunglasses and then doing some sort of like, I'm about to poop move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're all kind of just like they, they put them on and then they're like, I feel like it's the same of, you know, drinking. Um, you don't remember when we used to drink coffee? Yeah. Like it was, it's like that, you know, just kind of like, Oh, here it is. Yeah. And, and I, I've tried to recreate, that still that same feeling with all the postum we have, but the postum doesn't mm. it doesn't have the same thing. Um, this is a video for people who think that women who look like they're about to shit are sexy. Yeah, like if you think that's the case, yeah, this is the video for you. This is a it's a very interesting take on on the new Roman Empire that the American uh, uh, culture is. Yeah, it's the vomitorium. You know, when you mentioned um, a diner earlier mm-hmm. and it made me think, uh, you know, it made me feel a little hungry. Oh, sure. I think it might be time for the second of our, our segments mm-hmm. for the episode. I mean, uh, and I want to uh, do a little little bit of breadline headlines. Yes. You know, I'd like to say it's my favorite, but I love them all equally. Da. Brayden, last time you were in the breadline, uh, we, right. we've been on. Uh, I'm on. I'm on two B, and you're on uh, WU shift. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't seen you there for a while. Yeah. Uh, what is the craziest thing you saw in the breadline? Oh, you wouldn't believe it. Um, <laughs> boy, um, the other day uh, we were in the breadline for about uh, 45 minutes at this okay. point, and uh, uh, Liana, uh, who was. It was three people back was just complaining and complaining Uh, about how toddlers needed to go to the bathroom. And I just kept thinking about this video. It was very funny. And uh, and uh, I had to stop laughing because, uh, you know, for reasons. Maybe her and her husband should stop watching sexy American videos. And maybe they'd have fewer toddlers. That would it's probably a good idea, though. We do need a strong work. No, I mean, we, we do, we do, but I mean, are we going to get a strong workforce out of these toddlers? I mean, so, you know, we're going to need the smartest, bravest people. Yeah. Like there's that plant that's opened up yeah. down in, in Pripyat yeah. and, and that's, they're going to need smart mm-hmm. kids. They're going to need strong kids and they're yeah. going to need kids with discipline that's right. or otherwise something terrible is going to happen. And if this woman is just, you know, uh, coddling. Mm-hmm. these children yeah uh, i just don't think they're going to end up being good citizens yeah how are they going to survive winter yeah absolutely any Win- kind of winter winter's coming yeah winter is coming multiple winters are coming the uh yeah so that that is that is the worst um so you know the other time when i was on uh you know on on my shift mm-hmm. on the uh the bread line you know i went in i got my my ticket um walked up to the the base where they put the stamp on it walked into the third line um you know as you do and uh i found out that they actually double stamped me wow yeah so i was gonna get uh uh a portion of chocolate Mm. and a second portion of chocolate sure and i was really torn because at that point do i share that chocolate with the people in the line or do i you know let them know about the mistake like Mm. what is in the you know what should i do and um you know, ultimately, I uh, I let them know about the mistake, right? And uh, I was mildly flogged, mm. but not extremely flogged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That explains why I haven't seen Boris uh, at the counter recently. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean mild mild flogging in comparison to what happened to, to Boris. Yeah, yeah it's, it's well, you did the intense. right thing. I I think so because I think if I would have shared it, I might have shared. Uh, you know, share. You know the old saying: mm-hmm. share the chocolate, share the fate, yeah. keep the faith. So if I if I had 
kept the faith. Yeah. I would keep the faith. Yes. Yeah. I, it, that was good. Uh, let's get back into the video, shall we, Gary? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So um, I paused the VCR briefly okay. just so that we could take a look at William Joel's face as he's talking about putting on his father's aftershave. Okay. Would you like to talk about his face? <laughs> yes, I would. I'd like to keep his face. Um <laughs> A, you know, I wish I wish we had a budget for more than four segments yeah. because if we did, we could have keep in the face. Yeah, but we have to make sure that we have the same number of segments in every episode. Yeah, so absolutely. Like, and you know, there's no reason to swap some out and leave them unused. Mm. We have to, you know, utilize well, what we have. And some, I don't want to get rid of which liquid are you drinking because at some point the answer is not going to be water. And I'm it, really looking forward to that. It's day. really going to be a treat for both of be, us and for the, and the audience. Yeah, yeah, and for the citizens. Right. A little something, uh, you know, we'll call it like, which Joel is cutest? Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think, well, let's, it's not a segment, Gary, but we'll just do a little quick challenge for okay, you. An informal and, challenge. An informal challenge. Uh, which is cutest, William Joel or Joseph Lennon? Oh, that's going to be Joseph Lennon. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, absolutely. However, William Joel does look very dapper as he scrapes his big dumb meat knuckles across his his american proletariat super jaw i yeah i think it's fair to say that he's kind of bougie he's he's a little bit bougie but he's he's putting on a costume like he's not it's true it is yeah it is and that's costume. that's that's really what's so insulting about billy joel it's, um and uh I, I would also like to point out like again the pompadour scene that comes up where william joel fake combs his hair yes uh which one um Combing your hair is something you should never have to fake. It's not like once you've already combed it for the day, you can't do it again. Right. It's not like, like if you, like, let's say uh, we were to, if we had room to stand up in this shack, like if we were to stand up, then you can't stand up again. Right. But if you comb your hair, you can comb your hair. Right. And he has, he has a very interesting, it looks like a 1950s uh, switchblade, but it's actually a comb. It's Mm -hmm. not like he's trying to do it with a fork or anything. No, no. Which is possible and has been done. Uh, by by multiple people um so we we move into uh this really sloppy transition into another verse mm-hmm. where uh he talks about stickball as part of a formal education and i i want to i'm glad you you brought that line up specifically because the judge is shown and he grabs the gavel to swing it like it's a stick before he says stickball yeah. <laughs> so like, what is that guy doing he's he's psychic yeah, like he, uh, like a Yuri Gagarin. Yeah, or Yuri Geller. That's what I meant. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I thought maybe you had met somebody down at the breadline. No, Yuri Gagarin to... was a cosmonaut. Oh, okay. I thought we might have to do another uh, another segment of breadline headlines, and that would actually, unfortunately, we wouldn't have room for, for another one of our segments, but that didn't happen. But it's okay. Why don't we do one of those segments right now? Yeah. Um, so as you know, um, our, our comrade, Nikolai, Mm-hmm. Um, has sent us in this uh, this reel to reel here with some of his favorite things. Why don't we uh, Why don't we put it on? Let's do it. Hey guys, it's Nick with Nick's picks. This week, I'm picking my favorite countries to visit: Czechoslovakia, Yugoslavia, East Germany, and of course. The USSR. <laughs> the, uh, oh, fantastic. Yes. That Nikolai is a, a good guy. I hope he, he, uh, hope he ends up okay. He's a hard worker. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, th- so at this point in the video, everything is just kind of fun. Somebody has driven a car into the court, which yeah. 
seems disorderly to me. Um, and it's just lots of dancing like they are in uh, the American West Side Story. Yeah, and that's, again, drawing the reference to West Side Story is very important because that's there's a line about learning how to dance and still look tough. And quite frankly, no one in this video looks <laughs> tough. tough. Not even remotely <laughs> tough. And especially not when they dance in this sort of like real jazzy like West Side Story um way i i'm gonna pose a question yes and this uh this question would still hold true maybe 30 years in the future mm -hmm. do you think it is possible to dance and look tough absolutely i think uh really we are all well aware of mikhail barishnikov's abilities uh who is both graceful well, and powerful duh, duh. but I, I don't i don't think he looks tough i think he looks like he has a quiet power mm -hmm. like um like a like a collective power yeah like the power of a united workforce but not tough is maybe not the word i would use for that i think i think it's in there but i think that there's a way to do that there's a way to uh be intimidating while dancing uh to be powerful i th i can imagine again if we're looking ahead 30 years into the future sure. we're thinking about like a strong independent african-american woman sure maybe a fierce woman, maybe someone who, you know, if she was born where we were, uh, would be named Sasha or something. Sure. Like a, like a single lady. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I understand that. And I think that, that, um, I just wonder if it is the act of, if that person, that hypothetical person, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, from, from the lands beyond, uh, if that person is, uh, if the dancing is tough mm -hmm. or that person is just tough and anything they do becomes tough. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think we're splitting like, hairs at this point. This, I guess, I guess that is true. I, I, I can imagine that person also. There's nothing I can imagine that person doing that wouldn't be tough. So I just wonder if that is a property uh, that goes beyond uh, her, or if it is actually yeah property of the dancing. But one well, person who I don't think has ever looked tough is Billy Joel. I think you're right. Can you imagine him with a shaved head? He would look ridiculous. He would look ridiculous, and he, yeah. I can imagine him having like weird kind of white square teeth yes and a goatee yeah i can imagine that too um you know uh one of one of my uh my friends found a scrap of paper mm -hmm. and a piece of charcoal and actually did the sketch here so we can take a look oh yeah it is it is rough yeah uh because one of the things we like to do is we like to see how different american pop stars might look with different kinds of facial hair yeah this is kind of fun yes um yeah i have uh i have uh, you know, I'm, I'm into American, uh, collegiate rock. Yes. Um, I've, I've drawn this picture of Nikolai Stipe and he, without hair. Well, I certainly hope he keeps his hair. I hope so too. Cause this, he looks a little bit, a little bit sickly. Yeah. He does look a little bit sickly and, and he's as white as powder. As, yes. And as though he would lose the hair and just start putting on makeup and doing something very glamorous. Yes. Yeah. That's not uh, that's not utilitarian. Not at all. No, not like the what I expect from the Republic of Eye Movement. I want to talk about the saxophones a little bit. Oh, here. She, oh, absolutely. Uh, those, those guys. Where, wherein uh, Billy Joel orchestrates uh, these uh, six, eight mm -hmm. saxophone players who um, are all playing the saxophones as if they were in one of those uh, American caveman cartoons, uh, <laughs> the the Flintstones. Sure, the yeah, the the, the Flintstones. Um, I think it looks like they might be. Um, uh, 
so I, I don't actually, uh, Boris, mm-hmm. before he was taken away, uh, you know, he's got that uh, ribald sense of humor. Yes. Um, he was telling me about this American practice called motorboating. And it really seems like they're motorboating the mouthpieces of those saxophones. Like, I, I've had a friend who once played a bassoon, and you don't just, like, rub your lips sloppily over the mouthpiece. Yeah. But no, they, they kind of shake their heads like they're going blah, 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 yeah. onto a saxophone. Well, there's there's a point where they, they pull parts of the saxophone off of the other parts. They're, they're clearly faking it in a in a obnoxious manner. Nothing in this video is real. Yes. In fact, I'm beginning to suspect that there's no such thing as music court in America. It's... It seems realistic enough, though. Well, they have all kinds of courts. They like do. they love their courts. Like they, every time somebody does something wrong, you have to go through a really big dumb process. That's correct. It is. Uh, it is unreasonable. So why not a music? I mean, uh, criminal court. Uh, you yeah. know, animal court. Yeah. Music court. Like why not just have you know uh, small a tooth lawyer? Court. Yeah. You like know. it just throw it all to there. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Anything goes. Um, well, we, Tell reach, me about it. we reach the conclusion of the video, but before we talk about the conclusion of the video, I'd like to discuss, uh, something with one of our good friends, Ivanovich. Ivanovich. Yes. Yes. I, I knew exactly what you were thinking. Cause, uh, I've been thinking about him a lot too. And the reason why I'm thinking about him is because he brings us truth. Whereas this video is full of lies. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, so here we are with a shortened name of Evan facts. <laughs> Hey, it's 1983. Lots of stuff is going on. The musical Annie was performed on Broadway for the last time. MASH ended after 11 years, and the finale, Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen, became the highest-rated episode in TV history. Swatch introduced their first watches, and the U.S. Embassy in Beirut was bombed, and 63 people died. Sally Ride was the first American woman in space. Diana Ross had a free concert in Central Park for 800,000 people. Uh, Tom Brokaw became the lead anchor for NBC Nightly News. Microsoft Word was released. McDonald's introduced the McNugget. The D.A.R.E. program launched in the United States and wrongfully demonized drug users. United States troops invade Granada at the behest of Eugene Charles of Dominica. A member. That's probably not good. We shouldn't talk about that. Um, a riot breaks out at Saint. No. Uh, high-ranking Nazi war. No. Thirteen people are killed. At no. Lotus one two three spreadsheets were released. Nineteen eighty three. Totally rad. All of those things were true. The conclusion of the video, uh, basically, after um, William Joel does some awkward dance moves. Yes. Uh, after he introduces American um, American model Christy Brinkley wearing a wig, his uh, his lawful wife. Yes, which is awkward. I think I would think it would be awkward to be singing a song about the first woman that you laid with, and then ask your current wife to play her. <laughs> I didn't quite that. put that together, but I think you're right. I think that is very weird. Uh, you know, I, uh, I can't imagine that. Um, you know, I, I haven't had my, my, my date ticket show up mm-hmm. yet on the, the lottery. Yeah. So I haven't been able to meet a wife yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're in a similar boat. Yes. Um, but, uh, I just, I think that once, uh, I'm assigned a wife, 
uh, I'm going to to cherish her and we are going to become a republic of two. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, the best way to look at it. Yeah. And uh, William Joel apparently doesn't, whereas he has his American sex games left, right, and center. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so, again, Christy Brinkley's brought in. Then, for some reason, the judge, enthralled by this hypersexualized music, uh, allows William Joel to just kick the door open and go outside. What is it? Like, what is this? Is this the way the justice system works? Apparently, like if 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 you sing good song, uh, produ- seduced by music. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and and we are outside. Everyone disperses, and the camera pulls back to reveal a man getting a shoe shine. And uh, the man uh, gives uh, the young boy a $100 bill. The child responds in a terrible fashion. And by that, I just mean poor acting. (laughs) And it is revealed that it's Joe Piscopo, (laughs) American fun man, Joe Piscopo. He is a fun man. One of my favorite things about this part is that it's presented as if everyone watching (laughs) should flip out. (laughs) Yes. Like everyone has just been waiting this and it is so audacious. Yes. That American fun man, uh, Joe Piscopo star of, uh, uh, Saturday late night yes. is going to be the person who was having a shoe shine at the beginning next to American funny man, Richard Pryor. Yes. Who is there as well, who arguably is a way more talented and bigger get. Yes. But doesn't have any lines. Well, neither does Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. Uh, American Fun Man says, keep the faith, kid. Oh, you're, you're right. I forgot and then keep the faith, kid. winks at the camera in a manner so clunky that <laughs> I had to watch it several times. I was burning up the rewind button uh, just to see if he was blinking. When when I was a, when I got my my twenty minutes alone with this this tape that I'm allotted per month, mm-hmm. um, that section was very worn down. Yes, and now I know why because it 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 is ridiculous. Yes. Uh, this, he, I mean, he's a he's a fun man. He's a fun man, but apparently also very wealthy. Yes, yeah, because you can tell because of his hat and his combed hair. Yes, yeah, um, but it is really presented in a way that I can't imagine. Um, you know, audiences uh, today, 10, 20, 30 years in the future, mm-hmm. actually understanding or thinking, you know, oh, this whole time I've been waiting for Joe Piscopo to show up. Yes. Uh, by the sickle and hammer here he is yes yeah i was watching this video the first time that i saw it i i couldn't help and this is for the record me being sarcastic uh boy this video needs american fun man joe piscopo at the ending (laughs) yeah and and you know no one no one's sitting around watching and being like hey william joel quit your stalin we need to get piscopo in here that was a little uh, bit of humor. Yes, uh, that is not aimed at Big Brother. No, but is uh, glorifying. Right, and we're not rushing past the uh, the apology here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, I, I I am with you. Um, yeah, and 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 far be us for making a joke that's inappropriate. The uh, you know because uh, you know we don't want to have one of our classic meltdowns. We absolutely on do. here. So. The um yeah, and then that's the end of the video. Um I think out of all of the songs on William Joel's An Innocent Man, this is possibly the least Innocent? Uh the least innocent of uh not being bad. What other I, songs were on Innocent Man? Oh well a lot of things. We had um I Uptown only Girl. Saw, I only saw the record through at the library. The the um the longest time? 
Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yes. Uptown Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, An Innocent Man. Uh-huh. And then more. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that I cannot recall. These but, are all blue jean loving songs. Yes. But at the very least, Uptown Girl, I like brings class issues to the front, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and and treats them with a modicum of respect. Yes. And uh, the longest time is just pretty catchy. Yes. Oh, the longest time. Oh, well, we can't yes. sing anymore. Yes, that's uh, we yeah, we are not entertainers. So yeah, I mean, this is this has been very fantastic. Right. Um, I hope everyone uh, listening, um, you know, if you had to adjust your antenna a few too many times, I apologize. Um, but we're we are very glad that you listen. Yes. Uh, we have learned a lot. We have. Uh, thank you for uh, Ivanovich for uh, assisting us, or Ivanovich, I should say for assisting us and uh, also for Nikolai for uh, contributing as well. Every, even though that's all been fantastic, every episode that we've done this year of our show has ended uh, with, with a a poem about an onion because you ain't seen nothing yet. This poem, Carrie, since we were doing a, a Western video, I thought I would write a Western-style poem. Springtime is ring-a-ding-a-ding time. Sweet lovers love to dip me in batter and then drop me into a bubbling, viscous liquid too hot for their delicate hands. Then tear me from my crisp chitin like tendons of a slaughtered calf. The spring. That's very fantastic. Thank That's you. blooming great. The uh, yeah, so yeah, thank you very much, comrade. Thank um, you. This comrade. has been a good uh, episode. When do we have uh, free time again? I look forward to recording another one and presenting it over the airwaves. That is correct. I look forward to this as well. Uh, thank you, other comrades out there, for checking it out. And uh, as always, from each according to his ability, to each according to his needs. Торгуется, все воинство.